you ever like eat something and then just like you you had a meal and then you just don't remember your meal a little bit later in the day you ever have those sometimes i, I think like about I, like that. like when your memory just kind of slips you so i don't even remember i don't remember anything i ate aside from what i recently had when i got home what did you work. when you got home i had um you have you know those burger rim burgers the little no sliders idea. from burger rim you haven't heard you've, you've never had burger rim no, I've, I've never had. So, so it's a place that opened up nearby pretty recently. They they do, they do like these sort of gourmet sliders, I, I guess. So um, I had some of those, and then Arnold was like kind of hungry, so we ordered some L and L through Postmates. L and L. Yeah, L and L Hawaiian barbecue. Oh, no yeah. idea. <laughs> You've never had L and L either. You've never had L and L. The only barbecue place I've had has been um, the place by the movie theaters. And I don't even remember its name right now. Dickies. Uh, no, I'm not talking. It's it's Hawaiian barbecue. Is it? So, you know, like chicken katsu and then like loco moco. Um, I'm Giacomo. <laughs> <laughs> loco moco. They have like some beef stuff. Uh, spam musubi. Never. You haven't had any of those things. Literally. God, you have been living under a rock. L and L, it's a little bit expensive, but they're pretty. They're pretty decent. I, I like eating chicken katsu and stuff. Are, are they out here? Yeah. Um. Well, it's uh, it's closer to. I'd say it's closer to you than it is to me. I think I know where it is. Then, if it's probably by Costco. Yeah, it's by Costco. Uh. So yeah, that place is pretty cool. But it took forever for it to get here from Postmates because it is a little bit of a drive over here. But when I was looking at my Postmates, it was preparing the food for like the longest time. So I, I was kind of worried that they weren't ever actually going to finish it. Do you ever wonder what happens if nobody goes ahead and like fulfills your Postmate order? Does it just stay in the void? No, I think by a certain amount of time or something, or if you complain about it, they'll eventually just cancel it and then not charge you. Because usually if you cancel something there's on Postmates, there's a cancellation fee. But if you never get your food to begin with, I'm sure they just like cancel it and then refund you or whatever so yeah because while i was sitting on the couch reading all the stuff i uh -huh. was thinking to myself what happens if they never give me my postmates thing like what if i order them on christmas uh exactly yeah. <laughs> i mean i'm sure it, they wait until someone can actually fulfill your order so i mean there's that but yeah, but yeah, you're you're yeah. You're listening to episode. What episode is this? This is 15. fifteen. This is episode fifteen of the Haycast, the number one gaming podcast in our hearts. I'm Demothy. I'm here with Giacomo again, yep. and uh, no Arnold this time because he's sick he's again. <laughs> he, he's been getting sick a lot. Yeah. lately. So I mean, everybody's been getting sick a lot lately. You should have totally had the throw up noise. Uh, yeah, that would have been the perfect time to have that. So we recently got this little stream deck thing, uh, the stream deck mini, so we can control the cameras and stuff while recording. So I don't spend like three or four hours editing after the recording because we, we record pretty late it's like t almost 10, 10 right, now, right now 10 p.m so if we did this podcast i'd be up till like three in the morning three or four in the morning trying to finish editing the podcast and everything so this is gonna make things a lot more streamlined a lot easier uh the camera cuts aren't going to be as perfect as they were at least not yet until we can uh, we get someone fully dedicated to uh -huh. doing this yeah eventually we're gonna have some guy just sitting there just pressing the buttons we're gonna have a professional button presser <laughs> um but yeah right now you know we're still learning how to use this thing but this thing's pretty cool um and we could have added sound effects and we were con considering adding sound effects the, right before we started recording the, the throw up one for yeah, spencer yeah we were, we were planning on putting throw up or like an explosion sound and the throw up would have been perfect in that instance would have been perfect in that instance <laughs> but we didn't do it 
because we didn't have we were too lazy to download the the sound effect and then add it onto the stream deck um but yeah we have this thing it's cool yeah it's yeah it's it's pretty awesome i would say definitely if you can get one of these i think they're on sale right now what do we get this for like 69 bucks at best buy well we got an employee discount we did but it wasn't it wasn't that much more i think normal sales i think normally it's like a hundred bucks normally it's a hundred bucks yeah. yeah but i think it's on sale right on now sale so if you can get like, it now's the time yeah. right um yeah but like we're planning on getting the full-size stream deck a little bit later uh right now we just have the little mini in, and it's pretty good so far and it kind of gives us an idea of how it works and everything so it's pretty neat pretty neat uh what are have you been doing this week Giacomo? so for me i've been playing starlink i bought more of the toys exclusively <laughs> i bought more of the toys i got the two pilots i wanted uh one of the guns I wasn't able to order it because I guess they're out of stock of it completely. <laughs> so like I'm over here going, well, shit, I don't have any gravity weapons now, Ooh. so I can't beat some of the game. Whatever. Uh, it's been really fun. I enjoy that a lot. I keep looking at Anthem. I am going to buy Spencer's second PlayStation because he got <laughs> one of those like million, right, right. million edition. He, he bought it just to have it just to have it and, and then now he doesn't use it at all he doesn't even use his original playstation so i said i'm just gonna buy that from you and I'm, i've been lazy <laughs> we're getting tax return seasons coming up so i'm gonna get it then spencer that one's for you okay <laughs> how about you how's your week been uh my week has been pretty somewhat eventful a lot of watching stuff um the first thing was i was watching baki on netflix my brother showed me this um and then arnold was planning on watching it on netflix eventually um like he saw it and he was like oh i want to see that but when it actually came out my brother watched it and it was it's pretty bad <laughs> it's pretty bad so basically the reason it's really bad is it is extremely convoluted so it, it is about a bunch of convicts that are really really strong that escaped from their prisons there's a guy that was like on death row a guy that was locked up inside like a glass cage like one that, that one movie forgot what movie it was glass cage what was it like um one of the x-men ones no I mean, so so you've seen like those 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 super villains that are, I think Magneto was locked in one at one point. That's what I was thinking yeah. for the X Men one for right. um, Days of Future Past or something. Right. Maybe I, I can't. Remember. I, I do know they did it for like some some super villain type stuff. Uh, it, it he he was kind of locked up similar to uh, Hannibal. Okay. Yeah. Um. Well, not I guess kind of yeah, but so there there were a bunch of different villains they're on death row they're all death row people um or people that were like locked up in maximum security and shit there was a dude that swam like 500 whatever the fuck feet uh up because it was like a prison that was underwater and it would have taken him like five five minutes or something to swim all the what way up the hell? and it's in that and it's that deep enough where the pressure could probably kill you uh, just being out there, but I mean, he. So there were a bunch of like super strong, super strong villains that um, that came out, and then basically what happened was they 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 all want to experience what it's like to lose in a fight. They want to experience defeat. Um, and so that's what they're driven by and they all end up in this one place and then they start like a competition with each other um, where they're fighting to the death basically they have like the villains and then they have like the the really strong non-villain people um, um, and then they're duking it out in like a death match type thing and they're allowed to attack at each other at any time and stuff there's no rules or whatever and so they'd go into these fights and they'd have these really convoluted explanations for why a character is able to do something. So, for instance, there was this one character. He's um he's he's a street fighter type guy. Uh, he he's a, a I think he's like the boss of a yakuza uh -huh. uh, gang. And 
they, they he he punches really hard and they have to go into like this long 10 minute explanation uh <laughs> flashback as to why not flashback uh 10 minute explanation of what he's capable of to show how strong his punch specifically is and then he has like really strong grip and then they go through another 10 minute explanation as to why his grip is so strong um and like like explaining it like he there was like this really famous boxer or something that moved from middleweight to heavyweight and um uh but like before he was able to do his first fight he got injured so badly and the injury was the guy grabbing his arm and like ripping part of his arm purely from his grip and then there's just like all this and then there's more plot twists than an m night Shyamalama ding dong movie which is one fight huh you should see mr glass i haven't seen it yet but we should see it yeah we should see it i mean i've seen finish finish off with the end but but yeah so like every fight there's like 50 bajillion plot twists like one guy's about to get defeated and then all of a sudden the other guy's about to get defeated and then just keep switching back and forth and then there's like one character who has like who, who fakes what his ability is and then he reveals his true like skills and stuff right and then later on he reveals he reveals his true true skills like it's so convoluted and like really weird and the fight scenes aren't even that i mean there's certain parts that are kind of hype but like for the most part the fight scenes aren't even that great and then there's just really bad cg i don't recommend it no definitely, definitely <laughs> it's not, not a watch. it's not it's not a, it's a no watch it's i mean no it's kind of entertaining us. to see how bad it is but at the same time like i don't know if it's really worth it but uh i also started watching another anime it was uh, it's rising of the shield hero it's a new one that just came out this season uh based off the manga and i'm just not really sure how i feel about that show why um, well, what's, what seems to be your issues so, with it so basically there's this character and it's a uh, it's an isekai show it's a show where the character gets transported to another universe right um and this character he gets transported to the other universe as one of four heroes so there's a spear hero a sword hero a bow hero and he's the shield hero and uh the shield hero is seen as the weakest hero or whatever and people don't like him for whatever reason but um basically he starts out and he's pretty enthusiastic about this he seems like a cool guy everybody's friendly with each other they're having fun and everything and then something happens he gets shit on and now all of a sudden he gets the most drastic personality change i've ever seen and it excuse me in an anime ever like you, you see like character development and stuff but literally within the span of a single episode this is all in the first episode he goes from being this this hero that's pretty excited about being a hero to i fucking hate everybody so his per- he, it just tra- changed so drastically and then he just becomes a complete asshole um and i don't really want to spoil anything but the whole show just revolves around him being shit on by everybody and i don't know how i feel about that <laughs> is it not not your style uh, not enough magical gun girls <laughs> no it's not really that it's just i feel like the character the the change in personality was so drastic and i feel like um the whole show is just revolving around this one particular plot point and i don't really think it's uh, i don't know it, and it doesn't seem like that effort really changes and it's just kind of weird seeing the main character get shit on so much you know what i mean 
but yeah i don't know i I don't know how i feel about it i'm gonna watch a few more episodes as it as the show continues we'll see where it goes but my brother's been reading the manga he says it doesn't really change that much and doesn't really seem to get better so i don't know i might end up dropping it eventually so speaking of adaptations Uh have you heard of um alita battle angel yes it originally was battle angel alita like i looked it up only a little bit Uh what do you what do you think about that because those eyes are just so huge the eyes are really weird but at the same time the show looks kind of cool i would watch it like you know i mean not the show the movie movie. i'm probably gonna go see it yeah no i'm 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 definitely gonna see it um but yeah those eyes are definitely really weird uh a lot of people don't really know how most people don't really like it they think it's kind of creepy um i i don't know it's it's definitely very weird I think they could have totally made with just keeping her eyes normal mm-hmm. and a little bit bigger, but not like this. This is like totally like fake. Right. It, everyone else is normalized. So yeah. that's why it's throwing me off. Yeah. I, I don't th- know. I think, think the big thing it. is like you, you, you watch the Scooby-Doo movie, right? The live action. Yeah. Scooby-Doo the live movies? action yeah. one. So it, it's just like, it's clear that it's CG. Um, and so when you see something that's so obviously CG, it's just kind of off putting uh kind of like how scooby looked in the scooby-doo movie right but in my opinion at least i thought they did a better job with that one this one is just like it's totally right it's cg someone's face it's it's kind of odd to see someone's because it's a person and then they just cg the face like the eye specifically right exactly because the person already looks like a person should look so throwing these eyes is just like uh, like those memes you see like obviously edited stuff right right yeah it's just one of those you know Mm -hmm. it's fake right but yeah um aside from that uh so i played the re2 remake um what'd you think so we played it on the channel and i i I think it's i think it's a really good remake i'm really excited for the re2 remake to uh to come out um the demo overall felt really good it was it felt just like a modernized re2 so re2 was originally kind of this third person thing and you you had tank controls right and it was really weird uh tank controls a lot of people don't really like tank controls because it's kind of hard to control overall absolutely um and so they took away the tank controls and it was like one of those things where like you see the camera angle of the room and the character moves around inside the room right in re2 in the remake they they took it and they made it a a third person over the shoulder type thing like gears of war and right like and um resident evil 4 right it it looks when i was watching you play it it looks like resident evil 4 yeah basically what they did was they they took that uh, i think it's the same engine i don't remember um but I, th- I think they use the same uh, engine as the Revelations games. Okay. Um, so they, they took that third person over the shoulder perspective, just overall modernized it, gave you modern controls. You don't have tank controls anymore. Um, and it just feels really good. It feels really smooth. Uh, the graphics look great. Um, all the uh, textures, they look re- really great overall. Um, and then if it's RE2, and RE2 was originally, you know, kind of a, it was a pretty scary game. Uh, and then future Resident Evils, they took it and made it more action-y. So you have that sort of old style Resident Evil feel with a modernized look to it um, and modernized controls, and it just felt really good. The only thing was the demo. I really wish it wasn't a timed demo. Really, time demo. So you got it was like a what? thirty minute time, oh, one shot demo. So you can't play it again after. Um, Wait, you what, can't play it again. Like you, even if you downloaded it again, you can make another Steam account and download it. Again. Really? That's uh, so As far dumb. as I know, I, I haven't tried playing it again since we played it on the uh, the thing. But um, yeah, I just don't really like time demos because you feel rushed to do everything, and also 
What's really, what really doesn't make sense was that it is a time demo, but you can still complete the demo. It is still a set area that you can play through. So, so why not can, just give you the, so the why demo? Not just, yeah. yeah, exactly. Why not just give you that set, you know, thing instead of making it timed while still having that? It just doesn't make sense. And that kind of really bothered me. Um, but overall, still really excited to play the, the full game. It comes out on the 24th, I believe. Um, so about to come out. And All right. I'm going to buy it. going to play through it. Absolutely. I had a lot of fun with the demo. The other thing I did was I blew through the uh, iZombie um, season, the the newer season that came season out four, on Netflix. Right? Yeah, season four. Still haven't watched the show. Uh, I will eventually. I mean, I'm not super feeling that one. I still enjoyed it. But like I don't I don't super feel it because what I liked about the show was like the whole hiding your identity as like the zombie type right, thing. Right, she's a cop. Yeah, she's like she's not a cop. She's a um a forensics not forensics um uh coroner. Okay, coroner. Yeah, she does like autopsies and shit. And so, but then she helps on the field because you know she has this whole ability to be able to see visions of the person's life of that she ate the brain of. So that was the whole thing that made the show kind of fun but they but then everybody became uh, spoilers everybody becomes a zombie and now you don't you don't have to hide it anymore and the new folk and then the new focus was like human trafficking and stuff and i don't know i it didn't really didn't really catch me i still watched it i still enjoy the show but i didn't really feel it as much as i did the uh, previous seasons so everyone you're saying everyone's a zombie now like yeah. do you mean it's totally backwards kind of like i i am legend where he was like the last of the people and then no. everyone was sort of these vampire so, things so it turned into a show about kind of relationship relationships between humans and zombies so because the zombies are sentient okay okay so they're, they, they're they, like they think yeah yes. they, they think and yeah. feel but, but they, they have still a craving for, they, they still they still have a craving for brains and stuff and so it becomes like can humans and zombies live together type thing and yeah what a strange concept for a show the fact yeah. that they made it to season four without like running out of ideas yeah but yeah i mean it, it's still a pretty interesting concept but i like the previous seasons more just because it was kind of um more of a detective show kind of right sort of. like I, I think so far the, the the few that i've seen that are like it like the santa clarita yeah. diet i enjoyed that as, as much as you Santa can Clarita enjoy Dial was more of like a it was kind of comedy you know yeah and it was like that was her living as a zombie yeah. in, a, in just a regular and then world the, the, and then they become dexter <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> so i mean yeah that's pretty much been my week um i mean i zombie was really last week but i didn't really talk about it so i just decided to talk about it now that's totally fine mm -hmm. Well, let's go ahead and move on to the news. Yeah, the news. Uh, so we had some pretty interesting stuff. Uh, of course, the biggest thing that which I mean, most people have probably heard of already was this whole debacle regarding Machinima. So what happened was Machinima, they privated everything on their channel with the exception of this one Minecraft whatever the fuck this is <laughs> i can't i can't do that screen huh can i click that screen? yeah you did you oh can. what so that's sick cool yeah, yeah i'm still learning this thing um but yeah uh they privated all their all their videos all their series aside from this one it looks like um because they were taken over by what was a, it the a, offset company or something from no. at&t like they yeah, own, it was like AT a, owns yeah it? it was an at&t owned thing i believe it was uh, i don't remember what the i think it's later down there it, it? i was reading this earlier yeah and it says the company that was that took it over uh, uh anyway so they were taken over yeah and, they were taken over uh by a company that is owned by at&t uh i think one of the things was full scale full scale was, was the one name of, of the company yeah. that's right yep um 
and what it seems like they're doing is they're they're running they're running through it to pick out the sort of more family friendly content um, and also they're doing a lot of rebranding machinima is going to become a is becoming full scale yeah so machinima is becoming full scale and then there was like another company that owns it uh, that's what it was and then they sent this letter to everybody um, so here's on twitter let's see if i can zoom in Control Z. Uh, so it says here, as you may have heard, Machinima officially joined forces with Otter Media. That's what Otter it was. Media. Otter Media today to grow the company's expertise, uh, super serving the game and anime fan communities as part of this full screen. Part of the Otter Media portfolio of companies will be welcoming employees from the Machinima creator team who have helped build that company into what it is today. As the general manager of full screens uh, creator division, I want to be the first to welcome you to our family and let you know we are thrilled to have you as the newest members of our talent roster. Excuse me. <laughs> oh, I have like a little bit of indigestion from the food I just ate. Uh, full screen was founded in 2011. Yada, yada, yada. yada. All this shit. is owned by them, I think. Are they? Yeah, I think Crunchyroll is part of their their media. Huh, I'm surprised yeah. I, I didn't know that, but considering I watch shit on like, Crunchyroll like all the time. Um, but yeah, this is some pretty interesting news. What was your first machinima? Like the first video you saw from Shinem, mine was RB RB and the Chief was the the first series I watched from them. Like that I, I remember. I don't remember. I don't. I didn't actually watch a lot of Machinima to be honest. Really? Yeah. Because they're so huge. And then I also watched what was it, Oblivion and Skyrim. The I forget what those were called, but Mo those were pretty most funny. Most people they think of uh, Red versus Blue when they think of Machinima. Red That's, versus Blue. Yes. How did we? How do we not say that one? Because yeah. that one's huge. What well, wasn't that Rooster Teeth for a while? It was Rooster Teeth. Did it get purchased out by them, right? I or something? think so. Yeah, but most people think of Red versus Blue on there. I know the Super Best Friends were on there. Uh, there were a bunch of different uh, interesting shows. Yeah, you're right. Uh, Otter Media does own um, uh, Verve and Crunchyroll. Yeah. Every time I see Verve, I think I, I just think VRV. I <laughs> want to say VRV, but it's Verve. It's Verve, right? Yeah, it's yeah. it's really weird. Have you watched anything on the? I've never watched no. anything on the VR thing. Uh, I have not watched anything. It's because we don't own an HTC Vive. Like it's not VR. Or... Oh, it's not VR. No, it doesn't count. No, Verve is. Oh, is that like um the Oculus Rift? Like you have to no, get that? No, no, no. Verve is a culmination of like Crunchyroll and a bunch of other shit. It's just one website with all the the content, but you still have to be subscribed to all these other things in order to view the content, which is really stupid. It, it doesn't make sense to me. I, I totally thought it was only available on VR headsets. No, no Verve is no, it's it's a bunch of it's like Crunchyroll, Funimation, all this other shit, so you can watch their stuff and. My mind's yeah. been blown right it now. It just doesn't make sense because you still have to be subscribed to everything. So, uh, I don't know. I've, I, I don't use Verve. <laughs> well, what, what do you think about this? Because it was so sudden. There was no real, like... It was like... definitely really sudden. And it just kind of goes to show, like... So, Machinima's been pretty much dead for a while. Nobody watches anything on Machinima anymore, really. It's true. I can't um, remember the last time I did. Yeah. And it's been dying. Um, and this... Machinima was made during a time where, in order to... where you have you have these companies they're uh what do what do they call them they call them um basically it's it's a channel that contains a lot of other channels um i don't remember what they call them there was a there was a term for it but a lot of a lot of these these companies they were contacting creators saying like hey um you work under us we're gonna make sure you're protected from copyright claims we're gonna make sure you know we support you you may you get your money and all that stuff but they didn't actually do anything 
for the creators and so a lot of these creators they were locked into these contracts for like 10 years or whatever and they weren't able to get out of this contract and they're just miserable because they have these they have these people that are supposed to be backing them but they're not actually doing anything for them so what's the point uh now they're just completely defunct there's no reason to sign up for one of these things um because they're not going to do anything in the first place and all they do is just take a chunk of your money um but back then back during those days of youtube people weren't really sick the youtubers weren't really secure uh now youtube is kind of like a little bit more supportive of that stuff i mean there's still like a lot of issues with youtube right um specifically with content recognition and stuff like that um and then like the whole adpocalypse that happened as well but they have there's a lot more tools for creators to support themselves rather than being a part of these different groups um so those though they're they're completely useless um they were useless from the beginning but they're even more useless than they were now um so yeah i, I mean like machinima it was basically like a dead thing everybody every all these different companies like polaris polaris was another one that was a lot like machinima uh that was focused on nerd culture type stuff okay and they completely di died they rebranded as something else as well and nobody goes on that channel anymore a lot of the people that were under polaris left polaris um i think jesse cox was part of them uh there was dodger uh from she she, she did a bunch of stuff uh i mostly knew her from the daily bite uh and then there were a bunch of other creators and yeah they're they're completely defunct machinima now has reached that area where they're completely defunct too they made the most money back then then they started dying and yeah now this happened they were taken over and now they're going it looks like i guess they're going for more family-friendly stuff it's kind of sad to see because they were they were like the cornerstone at least for me growing uh -huh. up with youtube for us right like that was the gaming thing to look for because yeah. really that was the conglomerate of everybody like yeah. you mentioned and to to see that multi-channel network multi-channel multi-channel network yes is the that's right what thing. the term was called so to see this part of youtube just it's gone mm -hmm. like that you can never get this back and what's really annoying was is there there's a lot of history and they just basically just deleted all that right. i mean seven years of stuff they they privated it all but essentially it, it's probably going to reach a point where all that stuff gets deleted and a lot of those creators they don't have that stuff those files anymore you know what i mean um I do know some of them are going back and they're just re-uploading all the shit that was on Machinima on their own channel now because they're, they're, you, you can't access anymore. Is that going to violate their contract? Because was uh, their contract purchased out by Machinima? Because if that's a thing, like, I, I mean, I don't know the whole thing with legal. Right. Well, yeah, so. no, I, I don't really know that, that whole legal side of it either, so I can't really say. But this is definitely really interesting and it's pretty crazy. It sucks for... It sucks for a lot of creators. Yeah, a lot of creators. Um... But I mean, it's machinima it was bound to happen eventually. But the fact that they did it so suddenly really sucks. And I, I don't think it's right to do this so suddenly. Right, without a warning. Yeah. So to creators out there, mm -hmm. it's sometimes it's better to make a decent living than to become a superstar, but you're in control of everything. Yeah. It's very important for people. Yeah, and yeah, don't really sign up for those MCNs. They, they, they don't do anything to really help you. In, in the long run you might get like a, a quick boost at the beginning but then you're locked into a long contract and then they don't do anything after and then they start taking a chunk of your money it's right and just they like demand episode after episode yeah. and stuff it's like it's it's like the comic book industry like you're you got to make a story right. every day like what's crazy is multi-channel networks there is a there is a setting where multi-channel networks actually get control of 
the the stuff inside your channel right like what you're like, allowed to put out because they have a term mm-hmm. like it's, they buy you for that it's reason crazy. it's really crazy stuff. at least i think with the gaming one they were a little more open because there you know there was obviously swearing and things right where you could have that because that's what you're expecting out of a, a gaming yeah gaming thing you know so that was fine uh i can't think of many other companies like that for anything but gaming really uh-huh so this next thing is a new trailer that came out for Mortal Kombat 11. So we finally got some full-on gameplay and, and we got to see some of the, the other characters that we didn't really see before. Um, I don't know all the Mortal Kombat characters. I've never been a big Mortal Kombat guy despite being a big fan of fighting games in That's general. That's true. I thought you would know more than I would. Uh, I don't really like how Mortal Kombat plays personally. I'm not, I don't like the button-to-block sort of system in a 2D space i'm fine with button to block in games like soul caliber where you know it is a 3d environment you're you're dealing dealing with that whole z axis and stuff Uh Uh, but in a 2d game it's just kind of weird to have button to block and i don't really like it um but i mean mortal kombat is still cool i definitely think it's still a cool game and this trailer it it looks great the game looks great overall it's vicious as always i'm probably not gonna play it i'm totally gonna play it (laughs) which is more reason to buy spencer's playstation yeah mortal kombat's always has always been really popular in the states because it was an american game um whereas in 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 asian territories like street fighter tekken and anime fighters those were predominantly the games you saw and you didn't really see a lot you don't really see a lot of them playing mortal kombat but you see a lot of americans playing mortal kombat and mortal kombat is just overall more popular in the states um the big thing they had with mortal when the first trailer for this or the the teaser Uh the animation they played the 21 savage song i always love reading the comments it was weird they get so mad for no real reason it's just it, it's weird because it doesn't really fit the tone of the game. I get what you mean because it's like it's a hip hop song, but you were expecting something a little more like I guess movie esque and like yeah. a violent yeah. fight happening. Yeah. And it's a, it's a hip hop song, which isn't necessarily a bad song. It's just mm-hmm. sort of what do you do in the situation? It, yeah, I just I just felt like it didn't really fit, and I thought it was kind of weird. Um, I didn't think the song was bad. Just uh, I thought the song was okay. Not Twenty One Savage fan. Uh, I don't really listen to him. That's fair. I don't know a lot of his work. <laughs> um, but yeah, the trailer overall looks cool. The characters look good. Um, and But I'm not going to play it. <laughs> I'm not really going to play it because I'm just not a big Mortal Kombat guy to begin with. One thing I did notice with the Mortal Kombat series and the Injustice series mm-hmm. is I always feel so stiff when I'm moving the character. That's the other thing. I don't like the weight of it. It feels so heavy. Like I'm really like yeah. jamming the controller to, to feel yeah, like I'm it's moving. Like, well, the thing is like you press a button and then you get like this like kind of like heavy movement and it just feels really stiff and i'm not a fan of that either um and then like the jumping it's it the so in street fighter you get like a little bit of a floatier type jump right yeah i feel um, like those games are more it, it feels more fluid where american versions at least that i've noticed are much heavier like yeah americans are heavier type yes fighting exactly games. like you have like ki you have mortal Kombat. those two they have very similar feels to them right um and i'm just not big on them i prefer ki over mortal Kombat because ki at least you have back to block Right. Whereas Mortal Kombat, you don't. Um, and Mortal Kombat only did that to be different from Street Fighter. And I think the the, the gore and everything is really cool. But yeah, it's just the not for me. Awesome I'm just fatalities. not. A, yeah, I'm just not. A, I'm just not a fan personally of how, of how the game plays. I think the aesthetic is really cool. I just don't really like it that much. Uh, but moving away from Mortal Mortal Kombat was this Atlas stuff. So Atlas is a game that was made by the creators of um, Ark. 
No. Oh yeah. Right? Was, was it, it Ark? Ark? No, it was um Well nonetheless it's an MMO about pirates. Yes, it is an MMO about pirates. I think it was Ark. Yes, it is Ark. Um and a lot of people really were really excited about this game uh in general, but it had a really rocky launch. What was so rocky about it? So there were a lot of glitches. It was really buggy. There wasn't a lot to do. And then they even like put out a public apology like, hey, yeah, sorry, our game sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much is what our they game said. Sucks. Uh, so it was like, uh, yeah, and, and oh, a big part of it was, I guess, the, the schedule of the release was they just weren't really prepared. Um, and then this new thing happened that just kind of makes the game suck even more. So a hacker got in access into an admin's account and then just started tossing whales and tanks all over the game. So just just because they could, just I don't think there could. was actually real any real reason. Yeah. So um, they they did they just did it and they're just big old whales, big old tanks just all over the place. And it forced them to completely shut down the game and then roll the servers back. Uh, so I guess it was gone for like a day, pretty much. It shut down the game. Um, I can only think of the other time. What was the one that it was a game that it went on 4chan and everyone was like at a certain time we're all just going to stand in this one spot to right. block the entrance i cannot remember the game to save my life <laughs> i'm just thinking of moments where like games were taken over by players right yeah this is the, the, this is pretty much that's pretty much what happened except in this case they hacked uh, an admin account and got administrator privileges to toss all that stuff in there so a lot of people are just kind of really upset at the the state of arc just because it came out in such a bad fashion and when i mean not arc uh, atlas what when they were so excited for it kind of reminiscent of what happened with fallout 76 where a lot of people were kind of excited for it and then it just comes out in an unplayable state and everybody hates it uh, now. and fallout 76 as much as i want to give it more hope every time it's just like there's more buggy messes we already discussed that though uh-huh you know what i don't I don't know if it's ever going to be able to come back from the brink. Yeah. It's yeah. it's cool. I mean, there'll be a day. It, it's just we sucks about because... Elder Scrolls Online and then now it's, it's it's doing good. Right. It just sucks that like when when a game comes out in this sort of state, it's pretty much fucked forever. Yeah. Because like even if they take it and turn it into a really good game, their reputation is still poor and people are going to be really wary about trying it again. Uh, take uh, No Man's Sky, for instance. Ooh. They released in a really shitty state, and they couldn't really recover from it, despite them fixing a lot of the issues that they had. So, I mean, because when was the last time you heard someone talk about No Man's Sky? Like, Honestly, it, it was actually recent, but that's because my friend plays games that are like a million years right. old. The last time I heard from it was that one update a while back that fixed a lot of the pro the issues, but then I just never heard about it again. You know, um, once you release something in a shitty state it's you, you're not going to recover from it right it's, it's already doomed yep. no matter how good you fix it later exactly you're, you're right the reputation is over it's mm -hmm. like it's just a marketing thing yep uh but yeah this next one uh so epic games been getting sued a lot recently over their Fortnite dances too many dances because they're too stealing many dances from people so you had the uh you had carlton you had uh what's his name uh uh whatever rock uh, Millie Rock. Millie Rock. Yeah, the the Millie Rock. That was there was a lawsuit over that. Backpack Kid. I mean, that yeah. wait, that was a, that was a thing with the Backpack Kid. He he sued. He sued also, what? I believe. There there was a story about it. I don't know if he continued, um, but they they don't mention Backpack Kid in this one. But now it seems uh, the Orange Shirt Kid 
So the one that created the the dance and in Fortnite called Orange Justice. Uh-huh. Um, it looks like it's his mom that's suing, and what, what which makes sense because obviously he's too young to sue, so right. she has she the has to be legal the one guardian, to sue. I guess. Um, but what makes this a little bit different was his dance was submitted into a contest, a Fortnite contest, to get your dance in the game. Right. It was, uh, I think Conjuring did something similar where it's like you make a film at three minutes and if we like it, we're going to make a movie. Right. But in the terms, it was, we own anything you make right. and we can do whatever we want with it right. for the next like five years. Yeah. So in this Polygon article, it says, unlike the complaints filed by creators like Alfonso Ribeiro and Two Millie, uh, Orange Shirt Kid's case is distinct. The dance move in question was originally performed in a video that was uploaded as part of Epic's Boogie Down contest. While Orange Shirt, Shirt Kid didn't win the competition, the express purpose of the contest was for creators to get their own dances in Fortnite. Here's the little dance that he submitted over here that you can see. He calls it the random. And you've probably seen this meme all over the place. Absolutely. It I saw it in very your dancing dance. video that you like watching. Yes. <laughs> the, 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 the smug dancing. Smug where, dancing 10 yeah, hours. Yes. Yep. Um, but yeah. And shortly after the competition ended and winners were announced, Fortnite players came out in vocal support of Orange, Kit, uh, Orange Shirt Kid's video and pleaded with Epic to put his dance in the game. Epic complied, adding the dance to Fortnite at the beginning of season four. And the contest had various had, had rules. It says here, including granting epic user uh, epic use of the dance that was submitted. The complaint, however, makes no mention of the boogie down contest. The complaint does specify that Orange Shirt Kid filed a copyright application for the dance on January tenth, twenty nineteen, one day before the suit was filed. So, like, what do you do in that situation? Yeah, like, like, what are you wh- supposed to? How, how 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 do you go and sue them for using your thing when you submitted it into into a contest? that allows them to use the thing like this seems like the the dumbest thing ever right like which one whose lawyer is stronger right (laughs) and part of me feels like and this is just my thoughts i feel like what's happening here is it's not orange shirt kid that's that wants to sue it's his mom being greedy and wanting the money and being like oh you'd make this dance they you didn't say that they could use it even though he did you know right because that was the, the whole point of the contest right um and i, I feel like the, the kid's like mom i submitted this into a contest and she's like no you own this dance we should get the money for it you know i feel like that's what's happening i sort of get where she's coming from like yeah but you that, that was the terms was he was gonna give up his ability right. to have rights for it. right and it's a whole complicated thing with parents yeah. and i could i could be wrong that, that this could not this might not be the case maybe the orange shirt kid does want the the money wants want, is the one that's suing honestly he's a kid he just wants his dance in fortnite he yeah. says it in the video yeah he says it in the video he's like if, if I'm, I'm probably gonna shit myself if, if this gets actually crap gets in fortnite. my pants crap my pants that's what he said yes uh but i mean this is a this is a funny lawsuit there's a lot of funny lawsuits lately like the um uh gearbox ceo stuff that was a funny lawsuit that's a whole nother mess <laughs> yeah that is a whole nother mess i think that's the last story that we have on here yeah we blew through this stuff pretty quickly anything you want to add pretty easy day so what movies are you looking forward to because i want to see mr glass i don't actually have a lot that i want i'm looking I-, I guess i'm looking forward to captain marvel I, I I look forward to all the Marvel movies. I think the Marvel movies are pretty easy to see. Any yeah. anything with superheroes made from like DC from Marvel, 
those are like always safe bets even from sony i i mean i'm usually not i'm 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 typically pretty wary of the dc stuff just because dc doesn't really know what they want to be so here's here's something that one of my coworkers had told me uh, and i didn't think about this before so marvel is people becoming gods like godlike and having those powers learning to live with them as where dc is minus the exception of some like batman Uh is godlike people starting to interact with regular people and trying to live that way and it's sort of harder to go that way than to have a story of someone ascending and on top of that marvel is very good about building a story like from the first iron man going up to what he's like in this one and how he changes his ways and it really feels different here's the here's the thing uh marvel created a cinematic universe and they're really good at sticking to this universe and you know keeping everything together dc i feel like they're trying to create a cinematic universe but they're kind of failing at it they're also trying to please all their fans which is going to ruin their their universe because they can't stay consistent sure and the other thing was the only good dc movie to come out was the wonder woman movie and i feel like if they can continue doing what they did with wonder woman they'd it'd be great but they keep changing their tone so drastically like you have um you have all the the batman stuff right trying to be like super duper dark and then you have the other stuff that's not quite being quite there and then you have you have suicide squad which was kind of a mess suicide squad was different i don't know if i'm gonna eventually count that because also the joker for that one is uh-huh. just they did a good interesting take on yeah that. that's cool yeah. i mean hey you know you can be experimental it's fine mm-hmm. but yeah I, I just feel like the dc stuff is so all over the place and then when the movies when, when the movies do drop they, it just fails in a lot of different a lot of areas and did it's you just, see did you see aquaman I didn't see Aquaman yet. That one for me was, I think I've already mentioned it before. It's just trying to be too many types yes. of movies at once. So, so there's been mixed reviews on Aquaman and I feel like it's either the, the movie's not that good or people drooling over Jason Momoa. <laughs> so the movie was fine if you cut certain parts because right. there were just moments like the whole Indiana Jones chase thing where they had to get X item. I'll try not to spoil uh-huh. it for those who haven't seen it. I thought to myself, why do they need to go on this? I, I get that it's a, it's a point of the movie, uh-huh. but really only the the last part where he he interacts with certain thing, it, it really mattered to me. Sure. Because then the rest of the time I thought, okay, this is sort of weird. This feels a little forced. And I'm over here with my brother-in-law and my sister, and I just keep giving them eyes like, are you really watching this? And she's going right. back to me like, yeah, we are really watching this. <laughs> and it was a whole mess for me. And okay. overall, I, I half liked it and half like times i just wanted to leave but right. i wasn't gonna get out okay but yeah um i don't think there's any really other movies i'm really looking forward to um i mean either that or it's just not really coming to me uh just because i, I didn't really think about it um but yeah pretty much just marvel stuff really and Marvel's then like easy. and oh detective pikachu detective pikachu is a thing yeah that is a thing mm-hmm. I'm, I'm pretty excited about that supposedly a red and blue movie is coming out in really? the same universe. Really? Of, of Detective Pikachu. Interesting. That seems weird. They did, Oh, they, they did release a new, tri- uh, some new footage of Detective Pikachu, which I'll probably look at later yeah. tonight now that I know about it <laughs> after I set up my router. Yeah, I forgot to put that in there, but yeah, there's, there's some more footage. It's not a lot of m- new footage, but I mean, it's, it's some new footage, I guess. But yeah, that's it. Um, if you have any questions or topics for us to talk about, you can send them on over to, Hey, we're playing at gmail.com. 
That's H-E-Y-W-E-R-E-P-L-A-Y-I-N at gmail.com. And if you're not already subscribed to our YouTube channel, do that and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Podbean, uh, Spotify, Google Play, whatever podcasting service you like using. We need to get on Stitcher. We should get on Stitcher. Um, And then, um, yeah, and if you like it, give us a rating. Ratings help us. Mm -hmm. It helps you. It helps us make better versions of what we do now. And that's, yeah, that's that's the whole thing. So, yeah, thank you guys for tuning in and we'll catch you guys next week.